Are you ready to unlock a whole new level of success? One that's aligned with your natural rhythm, overflowing with energy, and magnetic to the opportunities you desire? Introducing my signature Sacred Success course, Rest for Success, the transformative course that's redefining how women approach achievement, revolutionize work, and create sacred success. Imagine embracing a revolutionary approach to work, one that empowers you to slow down, rest, and harness limitless energy. Discover the secret codes that make you magnetic to success and guide you in working with, not against, your natural cycles, your womb wisdom, and your body. Join me on a journey that embraces rest as the ultimate strategy for success. Why? Well, because we've been so caught up in the hustle and striving, we have created work cycles that are only focused on output and productivity. So the purpose and intention and power and magic of this course is to bring back the entire cycle of how you are into how you are working. And that is where rest comes in. It's more than just self-care. It's more than just slowing down. It's about honoring the full cycle of creation for your creation so that you can unlock a cyclical blueprint for success, heal your burnout and trauma around working and succeeding, and step into a life of freedom frequency where you are the flow CEO. If you're a woman ready to revolutionize your approach to work, to unleash your full energy potential, and to magnetize success with ease, Rest for Success is your ultimate guide. Click the link below to join the waitlist for extra goodies or enroll now and become part of the movement that is changing the way we define and achieve success. Are you ready to embrace restful achievement and step into a life of limitless potential? Then join me inside Rest for Success. Visit oliviaheine.com forward slash rest for success and let's revolutionize your success story together. When we put black and white or like very linear binary solutions on things, yeah. it is very isolating. So it's okay. Like I always say, I'm like, I can be super happy one day, but I can also carry sadness within me at the same yes. time. Right. So like so many things can be true at the same time. And, um, I very much live my life in the gray, um, when it comes to stuff like this. And it's just kind of giving people more permission to live in the gray. Welcome to the Essence Show and Podcast. On this podcast brought to you by Oflow, we are on a mission to deconstruct how you've been taught to work in order to let go of the old paradigms that leave you striving, hustling, and forcing. After years of being stuck in the cycle myself, struggling with burnout, I now deeply believe that success should not be a relentless pursuit that leaves you drained and disconnected. Success is not just about the goal you create, but about the life you magnetize in the process. This is sacred success. This kind of success is an inside job. And your essence is the key to revolutionizing your work and your work style in order to create this sacred success through your energetics, cyclical codes, and subconscious mind alignment, which is exactly what we're diving into right here, right now on this podcast. I'm your host, NLP and Sacred Success Coach, Flow CEO, Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. Are you ready to revolutionize your success and let go and flow into your freedom frequency life? Let's dive in. 
Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Essence Show and Podcast in the Fuck It Energy series, where we always invite on a beautiful, lovely co-host who is here to share their experience on going with the flow, releasing all of these external hustle, burnout, societal pressures, whatever it is where we're, you know, really trying to force something to create success and really dive into their story, their shares, their insights on how we can shift into this flow, how we can better take care of ourselves and how we can really claim the freedom within our own lives. So today I am joined by Denai, a mental health advocate, writer and content creator. Um, And she has created a mental health platform called um, Forward Ever, Backward Never, which is so amazing. That's how we initially connected as well. Um, And we're going to dive into a lot of topics today around mental health, the good, the bad, the personal, the collective, all of that, and really also kind of bring to focus like the self-belief in ourselves. Because whenever we are striving towards creating success or creating a goal or whatever it is, we so often come up against these roadblocks of self-doubt or questioning as to whether or not this for, this is for us. And all of that stuff is happening in our minds. And of course, especially with the conversation and topic of mental health, it all starts to weave together. So there's a great conversation in here for you today. And I'm going to pass the mic over to Denai and let her give you a little introduction on herself and her journey. I mean, that was a great introduction. Thank you. It's always so funny. <laughs> thinking and I'm like even just coming up with like a bio and it's like oh when you're like like a multi-hyphenate or like multifaceted and like I'm like maybe I should work on like trying to make it more concise but then also um I kind of like that I've done a lot of different things so um absolutely my name is Denai um we uh, we connected I mean we actually connected through Carson so we did yes yeah (laughs) shout out shout out is deserved or like a lot of our mentality was very aligned. And like, as soon as I like met you and I looked at you, I was like, yep, I see like a clear alignment. So, you know, he was our facilitator. Um, yes. More or less. And um, travel friend for Olivia and um, travel friend by proxy for me too. But anyways, <laughs> um, so yes, I am a mental health advocate and that's what the main kind of focus is today, but I'm also a lifestyle uh, writer. I am a content creator. Um, I've used a lot of my brand marketing experience over the last eight to nine years to create Forward Ever, Backward Never, which is a platform with a mission to destigmatize and um, like give space to uh, mental health challenges that people may be going through. So of course, you know, you know about the big um, organizations more or less, but um, Forward Ever, Backward Never is there to be that hub for um, any intersection of mental health um, that someone may be facing. And the goal is to democratize it and make it accessible for everyone. I love that. Um, I'm so curious because honestly, we actually haven't gone into this so, so much like on a personal level. Um, But to hear like a little bit more of that story for you, like what really called you to create this platform? Um, oh. because it's, it's so much bigger than just a platform. Like this is your, this is your purpose. This is like your heart and your soul goes into this. Exactly. Um, and also like some of, yeah, the energetics of that journey of like, where were you before starting this? Totally. Like again, the, the constructs of like how we need to be showing up and what we need to be doing that often also create so much of this like stress and anxiety. Totally. And then like where you moved yourself to now and kind of what that journey looked like. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, um, 
very specific reason. So as I said, I had all this like marketing experience. I've worked closely with designers. I've worked closely in branding and obviously copywriting as a writer as well. Um, so that part of that was like more my professional side, but the more personal side was um, in 2019, two specific things happened. A conversation with my brother who was having his own mental um, health challenges and him and I saying like, hey, let's do something creative together. He's also a creative. He's um, a video um, producer and editor. And um, he ended up um, taking a um, outpatient um, CBD CBD, huh? CBT um, <laughs> program at um, Oakville Trafalgar Hospital. So that's cognitive behavioral therapy. And it pr pretty much it changed the trajectory of his life. And prior to that, um, uh, like talking about, especially when you don't have the vocabulary for mental illness or mental yeah. health or um, addiction or any sort of, you know, pro like, issue that can come up with that within that say umbrella of the mental health um it's kind of difficult like you almost like go into like your brain just goes into haywire because you can't compute it um but at that point when that happened I was like oh like there was a solution but like think about all the years and all the challenges and the barriers that you had to face to get what you needed mm -hmm. um and that kind of inspired that and like the creative parts of us also inspired that so that was one thing and the other was a very, very simple conversation that I had. I have um, a nephew who's turning 13 this year. He was di diagnosed with ADHD when he was like three. I mean, he diagnosed with three. We knew before, okay? Like, and um, he's such a well-adjusted kid. He um, plays professional lacrosse. Like, he's just very, <laughs> he's like very resolute, very determined kid, funny, just beautiful energy. And um, he came to, I was living in Toronto, like um, about, yeah, four years ago. And we were walking, so I was Queen West. So they were building the Cam H Hospital, which is now there and beautiful and like great. And, you know, he saw like his big sign and he was like, what's C-A-M-H? And I was like the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. And he was like, oh, okay. So I'm, and he's like, so it's like a hospital. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, what's mental health? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, how do I explain this? Mm -hmm. And um, I said, well, mental health is like how happy and healthy your mind functions on a day-to-day -day basis. And some people just need a little bit more help than others. And this is where people go for that help. And he just mm. looks at me and he, goes, and he goes, oh, like me. And oh. I know. <laughs> I literally saw Queen Street just like crying. Like, yeah, it was so pure. But then I also had this moment where I'm like, at the time he was eight or eight, I think, um, <clears throat> that he was like, he accepted that there's this part of him that needs help, but it does not define him. It does not stop him. Like I'm saying, he's well-adjusted. He's confident. He's just the best. So that was a bit of an inspiration to be like, man, I want to be like Jackson. Like I want to be like my nephew. Like, um, and what a shame as an adult for me and my brother and my sister who grew up in a different generation. So that's like, like all left to my parents and all left to the family that we were raised in, um, just didn't have that safe freedom or access. And yeah. yeah, so anyways, I built it out as um, like almost like to honor that inner child in me and in everybody and say like, there's hope for you because, you know, like it's okay if there's a part of you that needs a little bit of help. Yeah. 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 I Sorry. love that so much. Um, so many things. I'm like going to tear up over here because that is, it is just so beautiful. Like the, the awareness around that. And then also like 
I mean, we see this so often and like, this is one of the greatest gifts we can learn from children, but like, there's no judgment. It's like, this is just the way that it is. And like, there's like all of these, again, like the conditionings that we also take on as we get older and move through life and like start making things mean so many different things. Like that is such a beautiful reminder. Um, Mm -hmm. And to, to your platform as well, like, I love the way that you describe it regarding coming back to your inner child, because Mm. again, it also, I think, encompasses so many people who are on the spectrum of mental health, because we all have mental health. So we're all on that spectrum. And so it's like, there can be something for any, anybody and at any level that you're at. Um, And of course, like you said, some people need more help than others. Absolutely. But also kind of like you said, destigmatizing, because as soon as we make it something that like it relates to everyone we're like okay yeah actually I maybe don't need this level of help but I can definitely nurture my inner child this way and don't we all deserve to nurture our inner children that's just it and that's and that's the whole thing is like when we talk like talk about it like in hyperboles like I'm fine or I'm like I'm struggling like or just this kind of this way I feel like then you can when we put black and white or like very linear binary solutions on things yeah it is very isolating so it's okay like I always say I'm like I can be super happy one day but I can also carry sadness within me at the same time right so like so many things can be true at the same time and um I very much live my life in the gray um when it comes to stuff like this and it's just kind of giving people more permission to live in the gray yeah, I love that. I love that whole phrasing. <laughs> like the summer weather that we're having right now. No, exactly. And it's so interesting because I, I, the thought that comes to my mind is the whole conversation around burnout as well, which I get a lot with my clients. And that's the same thing. Like it is a gray, like very big spectrum of what that can look like. And and like oh you God, said, yeah. when you when we talk about infinite statements like that as well, or um, yeah, finite statements rather. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is what burnout looks like. And it's like, serious like adrenal fatigue being hospitalized etc cetera, etc cetera. like having to take leave from work like of course that is burnout yeah. but ideally there are so many steps before that that we also want to be supporting and like be really conscious of what those signs and symptoms look like so that we can like support ourselves or support oh, each other yeah. before we get to that point because like yeah. it is so gray <laughs> yeah that's it and that mm-hmm. nuance is like so individual too, right? So yes. we all have a capacity to take on things that are like my version of like chaos might be like very minuscule compared to yours, but yeah, um, th- th- that doesn't matter because the human experience is a human experience. It's not about Absolutely. like comparing. It's about just being met exactly where you are. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, the question that comes to my mind or rather like maybe turn in the conversation is like, where does your head go around validating that then? Because like, if we all are basically living in a spectrum, mm-hmm. because we literally all are like, and we're finding ourselves on that spectrum and like kind of coming to awareness as to where we're at, like one, it takes so much awareness to even like acknowledge and recognize. And that's mm-hmm. what ideally also like your resources and like your also free content like on Instagram for example is really supporting is like hey like here's a safe space hey have we thought about this today hey like it's okay if you're feeling this way um but kind of this like validation in 
hey, it doesn't need to look like this for you to still be able to claim this truth or experience for yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So your, sorry, your question was like, how do I find? Yeah. That? Like what's your, what's your perspective on it, I guess. Cause like, again, yeah. if we have so many different spectrums of it and like, for example, I'll just use the burnout example. Cause I feel like that's really like a good comparison. Um, there's definitely conversations that I've heard where people are like, Oh, that's not burnout. And it's right. like, no, but it is. And like saying uh -huh. something like that. And then someone standing next to you, who's like, Oh shit, but I'm experiencing that right now. Exactly. But now I feel like I can't claim that truth for myself. Exactly. I think that it boils down to like what we had said before, that self-awareness. And I think what you just said ties into a lot of the themes that your podcast like talks about and explores is around that sort of that self-trust and about really exploring your own experience and like owning it. So I think like anything else it's like you can't help what you don't accept yeah. I don't think that you can kind of fix things that you're not even um aware that you're dealing with and it's almost it starts with that curiosity about your own health it's about being able to answer questions that might be uncomfortable you know being yeah. like I'm I'm not feeling that great and that is a like a practice like I struggle with that as somebody who's like 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 a hoe for therapy <laughs> like you know what I'm like yeah. I love all the, <laughs> the readings I, I want to like learn and explore and I have all the vocabulary and the toolkits and the podcasts and like everything but sometimes it's like I just have to sit down and be still and be like okay like what what how how can I um dissect and like organize my feelings and yeah. so as somebody who like knows better it's still very difficult and mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing, even with what I'm trying to do is to create that curiosity to be like, hey, like maybe I can give myself a little bit of grace to like think about how I'm feeling mm -hmm. um, because it's very lived experience for me too. Like, yeah, so it's very like the empathetic part of me. I was like, as a human, I would want this kind of help. So maybe it would help other people. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. No, I love that. It resonates with me so, so much as well. Cause like, yeah, it's the human experience. Like I, I think I either, this was like in a podcast or probably like TikTok or something like, I'm like, Oh, I want, I read it in an article. No, I probably watched it on TikTok, but it was like a, an example of um, like the emotional sphere. And like, it's like a heart rate monitor. Like yeah. if it's flat, like we don't experience anything. And we're kind of like in that, like very gruesome analogy, yeah. like dead, Mm -hmm. Um, whereas we want to be experiencing the highs and the lows and like that ebbs and flows is basically yes. like the process of life and that's the process and the experience of being human. And so instead of like making ourselves feel wrong about that, and I think that that's yeah, where okay. like self-development or like, there's like some bypassing there or spiritual, spiritual bypassing as well of like, we have to be happy and positive all the time. And it's like, yeah. that is not the purpose. The purpose is to be yeah. truthful and vulnerable with yourself and then have the tools to nurture and hold yourself through that process. Um, but I feel like that just sets the stage as well for so much um, like self-acceptance also for anyone listening, being like, oh yeah, like I have ups and downs and like, that's just real and that's just human. And like, that doesn't take away what I can create in life. That doesn't create or take away any kind of value of what I can give or like my inherent value that I already own. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And it's just like so crazy how we make that like very natural, normal up and down ebbs and flow mean so much about like our worthiness in the world then. Yeah. I, um, you just made me, I had a few conversations just this past weekend, uh, at a, like a, like, a, um, with, uh, girlfriends, um, talking about just kind of life stuff. Right. So people who are in different phases in their lives and kind of like going through that. And I think a big, um, misconception about life that I continue to learn that most people will continue to learn is that, yeah, like exactly what you said, there's ebbs and flows and that when something bad happens, it just means that something brighter is on its way. So it's like, it's just the way that things go. Um, do you know Pema Chodron? No. She's a, um, she's a Buddhist monk. She's based in um, New Brunswick, but one of the principles that she said, I'll send you all her stuff. I'm obsessed. Okay. With yes. <laughs> the, in one of her books is called things fall apart, but then the principle is that, yeah, things fall apart and then mm-hmm. they come and then yes. they and then they come together and it's like what we need to be responsible is for allowing um there to be room to grow room to mm-hmm. be sad, room to be happy because everything as much as i said like nothing's on a binary everything kind of has to be and then you have to kind of be the one to facilitate by uh, meeting right yes so it's like yeah like things are going to be hard some days but then oh when you have those beautiful moments and you're like oh my god today's so good it's only only so much better because you experience that bad thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you have to like, even with muscles, it's like you have to like work them and tear them apart for them to grow and like yes. to see progress and like get, gain strength, right? So, yeah. 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 And then like throw a couple rest days in there too, like yeah. as and blows. Yeah. And like what just came to my mind is the whole um, like unattachment, which Buddhism mm-hmm. also teaches then, which is kind of the same thing of saying, okay, like when something die something better is coming to take its place or when something falls apart there's like making space for something new and it's like how can like I feel like this is the biggest lesson in life like you also just said and for me as well as like this is how we find flow in life is unattaching ourselves from the things and the people and the expectations and the stories because that is like the only thing that's creating pain Mm -hmm. exactly it's Yeah. yeah that's it it's like and you think about it so many times. It's like, yeah, like when you let go, um, there's a um, a pastor, my old church pastor, but he made an illustration where it's like you have something like um, with giving money, like uh, in church. I mean, it's mm-hmm. always a controversial topic, but I get the principle around like if you're holding on to something so tight, it means that there's nothing that can come, come uh. through. But if you open up, then it means it's like a perpetual flow, right? Right. So- oh things can come, then you give it away, then more can come. It's like, and every single time I think about it, creativity is like that. Yes. Um, like any sort of gifting, I feel like it's like, if you're open, it means that more things can flow within you like a waterfall, Absolutely. not like a river, you know, or like yeah. not a pond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much, mm-hmm. especially because I think so many of us tend to grip tighter when things get real or when like things get tough. tough. And that's when we're like trying to like control or like make things work out the way that we think they're meant to work out. And like, we're creating so much more resistance and like also pain and stress and like anxiety and all of this stuff just builds and builds. And there's also like, I think societally a fear of like letting go, like we're worried someone's going to take it from us. Yeah. And like the whole flow of even like abundance and like, whether it's money or opportunities, like 
it's a flow. Like we can't, yeah. like we're not meant to hold on to it. We're meant to receive it, experience it, and then like release it so the next thing can come through. Yeah. And and it's so like counterproductive then how we're taught to to go through life in this yeah. like okay, I need to like have such a foolproof plan and like I need to control everything. And it's like, yeah, of course you're going to be like completely stressed if shit hits the fan when like 100%. it doesn't go to your plan. <laughs> That's it. It's like, it's so, it's such a paradox. It's like, I mean, I blame the patriarchy and capitalism always boils down to that. <laughs> Every time I'm like, <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> But but that's it, right? It's like uh, being soft, but also being strong, like being yes. kind, but also being like frugal, like, or like, it's just so much like contradiction and it's confusing. That's basically yeah. it. And I think the bottom line is just to find your own happy. Like it's like, yes, of course, be responsible, be a nice person, have fun, but like, just find your own way to satisfy yes your own desires and your like own wants and like your own needs yeah and that's hard work because it's easier to conform and it's easier to abide and say like yeah. well you know I don't know like I said it's like really like listening in and being like what's and and some people choose not to and that's no judgment either like I wish I wish I could just be like you know, so like I've got this thought and like I just kind of like let it go away. But I'm like, no, I'm like always like ruminating and like thinking about things and that's yeah. the loss I have to bear. But yeah. yeah, yeah, we definitely all have like our own wiring in our brains of like how things how things are processed and how things go through. But at the end of the day, I think regardless of like who or where you are at, there's definitely like a power in acknowledging what's coming up as opposed yeah. to being like, ah just not gonna look at that thing because like it's gonna come up in some other way then yeah always does that's it yeah. and that's another thing is like lessons will always keep repeating themselves until you learn them and then even when you learn them it like <laughs> up, you know it's like you know the next yeah. stage or like the next level in like game of tetris or super mario yeah or, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah same shit new level <laughs> exactly yeah um, okay, so this is feels like it ties in so well with like the phases of transitions that I think both of us have kind of been in over the last couple months. Yeah. Um, and not that you have to go into any kind of specifics, um, but I think that there's a lot of value in, again, like recognizing that no matter where you're at in life, no matter what you've achieved up until this point, like there are these these seasons that we go through and some are like super really? slow, like aligned, like, oh my God, everything's happening. This is exactly where I want to be kind of season. And then there's the ebb seasons, which are like, okay, like this isn't what I expected or like something just happened or like now we have to pivot. And often I feel like those ebb seasons are really framed as failures. It's like, oh, like I was going down this path and then something shifted and therefore like I didn't get the outcome that I thought I was going to get. And therefore this is a failure. Um, and like really like reframing that to being a really beautiful opportunity. But of course that comes with so much like mental work and mindset management and like nurturing and holding yourself totally. and coming back to a place where you're like, no, I, I trust. And like, I can believe mm. in this. So Honestly, I kind of want to just like open that up and like if there's sure. like a, your if you want to share any story kind of based things or if you just kind of want to talk about the phase of transition, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts. I'm I'm not going to get too specific into this particular one, but the same sort of lesson keeps coming up in times of transition 
mm-hmm. of feeling like a failure, of feeling like, oh, I put all my eggs into one specific basket and then the ball drop kind of thing, you know? Um, and that full transparency has been the experience that I've had in the last couple of months. And what's so interesting and what's kind of like come up in the last week or two is that like, so, like that clearing that we just talked about, like sometimes mm-hmm. have to, like let go and like say like, oh, like I'm kind of like now looking at it as an opportunity to be like, okay, like what are the things that I haven't done in the last few years <laughs> that have been put on the yeah. back there because I, my focus was um like, or my energy was focused elsewhere. And so I'm kind of like leaning into that part of myself mm-hmm. and not without its challenges, but what I'm trying to practice is, I mean, I say this even like to my family and friends and stuff. It's like on the day to day, sometimes I'm like in panic. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, like, like in a transition, it's like the unknown is scary. Like it's always welcome in so many ways because I'm like, you just never know what amazing things are behind Mm -hmm. you. Right. But it's like, um, that's the day to day. Right. But then the big picture deny is like based on all your years of living experience you're going to be okay. Yeah. Evidence shows, in fact, that you always end up in a better state and position than you did before because Mm -hmm. you feel better and you're stronger and like you have that resilience that kind of like gives you more appreciation when you come to the other side of it to say like, hey, I've arrived. And um, again, you like know like other things will come up, maybe in not the same way. Um, So I guess the biggest lesson for me in transition and like, is just remembering that by experience that it's going to be okay. And just to find um, those pockets of like respite and just being like, Hey, it's okay. I can take a minute or Mm -hmm. I can panic and it's okay. Like feeling through a lot of that, but then not sitting in it too long where it's like um, debilitating and yeah. 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 That's it's not super interesting. I'm like sitting and being like, ah, you know, like it's some days are very, very tough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so interesting because it is such a, um, like you have to kind of find the right balance between like letting yourself feel it and processing the emotions, but then totally. also not letting them suck you down because I've definitely oh, yeah. been there where like I, yeah, it become like you meet, you hit a point then where obviously like also depends on a lot of things, but at least for me and my experience, like you then hit a point where you kind of are like, okay, now it's debilitating. And then you kind of fall into the hole even deeper. And then you're like, okay, I want to be able to feel this. I want to be able to honor this, but I want to, I think for me, it's like reclaim my power and this at the same time, like make this a, a stance of, of empowerment of like, I'm feeling this. I'm like feeling the anger. I'm feeling the sadness or I'm feeling the frustration, feeling the grief. And I'm doing it from a, a place of power. Like I'm holding myself. Yeah. I'm not doing it from a place of like, oh my God, like I'm so confused. I'm so incapable. And then like, that's like just reflecting on that right now. I realize like that's my, mm-hmm. my seesaw between the two. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, it is like a, a balance that you want to hit essentially, I feel. 100%. And then also just that, that the balance, but the big picture, I think a lot of the time mm. is like, just knowing that you are protected, you are loved, you know, there's so much and it might not yeah. look the same, but it like, but it's going to be 
okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. It's like we get into the nitty gritty like details and we're like, that's all we can see at that point. Sometimes that's all there is to see, right? It's like the obvious stuff, you know, the pain Mm -hmm. of it, like uh, the brokenness of it and stuff. But like, it's like, yeah, but it's, you know, I mean, like I'm thinking of, I compare it to like, say like a first heartbreak when I was like 11 or something like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the thing. It's it's the same parts of your heart and your mind and your gut that are like hurt. Right. So just remembering that it's like the unnatural occurrence in life. um, It'll just make the, the hills sweeter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so when you're in a transition phase, when you're like in the ebb phase of life, mm-hmm. um, how do you kind of tap back into creating belief, creating alignment, like also sometimes clarity? Because sometimes when you're in the ebb phase, you're like, I don't even know where I'm meant to be going from here. Um, because like, yeah, again, creating that belief when, hey, it might continue to be like this for the next couple of weeks before things really start shifting and flowing again. <laughs> um, I... I don't have a perfect answer for you because I am going through that, but mm-hmm. I do find, and what I said is um, I, I try to find ways to, to reconnect to what is true, like mm-hmm. for me. So like, um, like I've been um, drawing a lot. Um, I do like little cartoons and characters and that's true for me. It's a gift that I have that nothing can, no one can take away from me. It's like mm. a, almost like a secret that I have for myself too. Um, so that's something that's very true for me or listening to music, um, especially like older music where it's like, oh, the song's still so good. That's true for me, you know? So yeah. um, I find instead of like trying to find ways that I can prove myself like, yep, see, there you go again. Or like you're mm. a failure in this place or some way that you can kind of like um, corroborate your shortcomings is mm-hmm. finding little, the littlest ways to be true to yourself. Like, yeah. Um, and that kind of builds, um, for me anyway, like um, self-trust. And then it's like, okay, because this is true, then this is also true. Like, I think a lot of what I'm dealing with um, personally is like um, doubting my capabilities within mm-hmm. uh, writing, doubting my capabilities within creating. Um, yeah. I'm not um, qualified, I guess you could say. Um, And also, yeah, just training myself to be like, that might not be true, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't have to be qualified. And and I don't know that anybody is really, but it's like the willpower to keep doing that. And um, yeah, so like I said, I don't have a perfect answer, but I think it's just finding those little things like yeah for me that a lot of that is just very creative ventures yeah I love that it sounds to me like it's really focusing on like how can you create pleasure for yourself outside of like productivity or achievement of any kind it's just like okay come back to you doing things that make you feel good yeah there's no objective to both of it it's not like I'm like oh I'm gonna sell this cartoon or excuse me I'm gonna like do anything I'm just gonna like probably put it in a drawer but it's just the like the exercise of just like releasing um Mm -hmm. and also just yeah like I'm saying showing myself like no matter what happens yeah 
that I still have this thing that like is mine, you know, and um, mm-hmm. everybody has something like yeah. everybody has their something. And I think that like um, exercising that is a good way to remember that like you're uniquely gifted and that you um, have something to offer that Absolutely. no one else has. Yeah. 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 Really coming back to like grounding yourself in your, in your inherent worth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's your exact point. It has nothing to do with productivity or um, like showing up for anybody but yourself. Right. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, do you, I'm going to try and like wrap us up so that we don't take too long and I have my like final fucking energy question, but before, yeah. do you have anything else that you really want to touch on that you feel like we didn't talk about, like relating to this topic, relating to mental yeah. health, relating to your journey, anything in it, anything and everything. Totally. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, um, and I've said this actually, I was on a panel, um, back in February, just around, you know, like when you hear people's stories, sometimes it's like, they're so heavy and they're, the things are, life is, life is really hard, you know, um, even when it's so good and so beautiful and it's so, um, just there's pockets of magic and like laughter and like, I'm um, sometimes I'll be just watching TV and I'm like, this show is just so good. Like someone wrote this <laughs> you know, acting so good. Like, you know what I mean? I just like kind of get into like my own, like sort of like zone of like appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I think one big thing is just, just remembering that like we are like in this together, you know, I think that like, it, it, like whatever you're going through. And I think a lot of it is, the fear of expressing it is what we had said or what you had said earlier around like the expectation or like not mm-hmm. seeing it correctly or it being so big that like then it becomes a problem or being so small that you shouldn't even mention it at all. But it's like if we can all operate from a place that um, we can understand like you can be hurting and I can be hurting, you can be happy and I can be happy. Mm-hmm. And it has, one has nothing to do with the other and yeah. everything to do with the, the other at the same time. Um, I think that will create like a really dope place to live. Um, and that's kind of like what I'm hoping to do with for whatever, um, if it isn't the place, it's just that one page on, on Instagram and it's the people that mm-hmm. are in life and the community that I belong to. And, um, yeah, so that's one big thing is like, just everybody has their shit and we yeah. just to be kind. Yeah. I love that. Just yeah. putting everything into perspective again. Oh God, yeah. Every time. And sometimes over and over. Some days have your selfish days. Be like, I don't care about anybody else. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna sit on my couch and I'm gonna wallow and be upset, and that's okay too. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think you can do that to, with so much love to the people around you because it's probably helping them as well sometimes for like you to just prioritize yourself and be selfish. And like, because right. then you can come back and you're ready to hold space for someone else again. No point in like bottling it up and like it like metastasizing or like just going into like a, like you doing something irrational. Right. So feel what you need to feel and then hopefully come out of it feeling better. Absolutely. Okay. So final (laughs) question, fuck it energy. So I ask everyone this question and it's all about what is your fuck it energy in your life right now? And just to recap, Fuck it energy is flow energy. So this isn't like oh. negative, like 
explicit like whatever this is like saying fuck it to the status quo fuck it to any kind of like pressures or stresses stressors or structures that really stand in your way of you being in your true essence you being in your authentic self and in your desires of what you want to create in your life and stepping into flow so is there something specific in your life right now that you're saying I'm like covering this up in fuck it energy and just doing my thing yes I anything that meets me with opposition I say fuck it too so I find like uh, and it is around the same thing with flow I found every single thing if I really, really think about it in life, every single thing that I've desired or wanted or worked towards um, or planned for um, that was meant to be in my life always came easily, right? Mm-hmm. Not not without, um, like I'm saying, not without hard work, not without planning, not without, you know, like sleepless nights per se, but it for sure. wasn't like a like, oh my God, like, it's just, there's like a wall and I'm being like, I'm up against something. It's always come to me. Mm-hmm. So my bucket energy is remembering that like, what's meant for me will make its way to me. But what I know, but what, what I um need to do is be ready for it to come to me. So it's like mm. coming back to um the things that I really love, the, the, the ways that I can like nourish my, my spirit, like to, you know, go back to my faith, go back to my laughter, like enjoying the sun because you can't meet anything that's not ready to meet you. So, but I, but you'll always be met. It's like what you desire desires you to like what you want already exists within you. It's not like you can't have it. It's just about being ready when it does come. Yeah. That's like, that's my fucking energy is like, don't focus on the things that you can't control. Don't focus on the things that like, don't want you like want what wants you. Right. So yeah, yeah. that's it. I fucking love that. That's Thanks. so great. It's so much of that alignment of just like, this mm-hmm. is what I desire. I'm putting myself in alignment with it. And it sounds to me like practicing, like being in receiving mode, just being like, so, I'm, tr- I'm trusting I'm yeah. doing the work, obviously, like we need to take aligned action. We need to be doing things, but yeah. I'm going to be in a place of like also worthiness. Like I know that I get to have this thing. So like, I'm not worried about it. Right. And if, if it doesn't come or, or like arrive to me in the way that I think it should, or um, that I want to do that, my belief is that something exceedingly better is on its way. Yeah, You know, like it's never going to be worse. It's going to be better. That's like a, promise from God, like that's like a, a thing, right? So just trusting that just do you and let, let, let go of the rest. It'll, it'll figure itself out. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got chills through my whole body. (laughs) It's, but yeah, it's true. Like just, it's a daily practice. Yeah. It's a minute by minute practice, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It also frees you up for like the other things. Like if you're not worrying about the next thing, like then you can enjoy the moment. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. So many things. And I'm like, okay, don't ask another question. We're going to wrap this up. (laughs) Um, Just do this all day. I know. (laughs) We could just talk all day. Um, But I'm going to wrap it up here. Honestly, if anyone is listening and you're like, I want to hear more, I want to hear more from Denai, let us know. She can come back on again and we can talk about something else, another perspective another lens of all of this 
Um, and let the good people know where they can find you. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me um, on Instagram. Uh, so it's Ford Ever Backward Never is the is the the name, but it's the opposite on Instagram. So it's never. Oh my god, never backward ever Ford. <laughs> the other handle wasn't available. So, Ugh. but if you just search that on on Instagram, like either way, whichever which way, it'll come up. Yeah. I'll put it everything in the show notes and, so. as well because I'm like. Yeah, that's, I, that's a tough one. Find me. Classic, classic Instagram being being the way that it is. I, every like few weeks, I like Instagram or like I DM the person who has that handle. I'm like, hey, you haven't posted since 2015. Let oh me. Oh my god, yeah. that is so great. I know. I wish it was like GoDaddy where you could just like buy it, but yes. Luck. I feel that. I feel that. Well, thank yeah. you so so much for being here. This was thank such an amazing conversation. I love your energy. I love what you're doing. And I can't yeah. wait to continue to kind of like be on this journey together, be in, in our communities I'm together so and yes. see where it goes. Awesome. Okay. I'll text you later. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Oflow, head over to oliviahynet.com. Your first step is to join me inside the free O-Flow Collective to begin or continue your journey of revolutionizing your work for greater, more sustainable, and sacred success. You can join by visiting oliviahynet.com forward slash O-H-Flow Collective. If you're serious about transforming your success and work, get on the wait list for Rest for Success, my signature sacred success course, or take the leap into your freedom, dream life, and apply to work with me in one-on-one freedom frequency mentorship. And if you really love this show, I would love if you left a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or a comment below in the YouTube episode comments. I so love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you sacred success baddie, tune in next week. And until then, step into your work revolution, ignite your cyclical essence, and let go and flow.